Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Road. Whether you want to know what Theseus so you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? Look, I'm attracted to all of my family members. <laughs> Get over it. It's perfectly normal. Alright? I know a lot of people from Norfolk. They're into it. I'm into it. Alright? It's not weird. You once told me that you made up with your cousin at a wedding. Don't act like you're all big, Billy Big Bollocks because you haven't kissed anyone from your family before. Alright? <laughs> well, Welcome to Miss. <laughs> wow. Uh, what? <laughs> that, that took a dark turn. <laughs> Also, yeah, I accidentally kissed my second cousin, and not my cousin, actually. Yeah. So. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss, listener. What a what a treat to have you here for episode 51. Uh, this is a, a brand new... Do you know, 51 is like 15, but the other the, the, like the numbers are the other way around. What I was going to say before Dan interrupted me uh, was uh, it's a brand new year of myths, but then again, he interrupted me and said something dumb about numbers, so maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's, if anything, this is a quintessential myth start already. Oh, brand new year, brand new us, you know. what's? The How long are we going to keep mentioning this brand new year? Because we're in February. No, it's, it's brand new, it's our, it's the myths calendar. Okay, year, okay, myths calendar. Yeah, the people use the Gregorian calendar, like... Noobs and assholes, yeah. but the cool kids use the Myths calendar. Which there's two is... types of calendars. There's the Gregorian January to December. Yeah. There's the school September to September. Academic year. And then there's the Myths calendar, which yeah. is whenever we fucking want it to be. Yeah, it's it's really from from end of January to end of January. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, really not that much different to no, a normal. It's, if anything, year. It's, it's about if anything, it's almost like a month out, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like if we started a, a month after. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> who knows the complex science of myths? Uh, How you doing, Matt? I am. Oh, I'm very. I'm actually really good. In the last week, I've been properly like uh, you know. Uh, I've, I've been really up for it. You know, I've been like uh, everything's been feeling up good. For what? Uh, <laughs> murder. No. <laughs> No, uh, I yeah, I just been feeling good, you know. I felt a bit ill uh, last time we saw each other, but now I've been kind of fighting fit and uh, you know back in my vibe a little bit, you know. Mm. I'm um, I'm peak Matt Hoss at the moment, and you know I realise that life uh, is quite short, so you got to live it, you know. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, Matt. I'm good. But do you know what I do quite a lot? I think I mentioned this before. Like, I'm a very much... I'm a waffler, Dan. So if someone asks me a question like, how are you? Three words. I will give a 50-word answer for one word. Like, it could be one word. Like, fine. Uh, Have you noticed that? I have noticed that, Matt, yes. But is that part of my charm, though? I think so, yes. You know, I I like to, like... Charm in inverted commas. Yeah, that's it. It's charm, but... Is it? Is it charm? Mm. I, but the thing is, with me, I gotta tell you exactly how I'm feeling. Though I can't let I can't let you leave a conversation with you thinking maybe something different. So if you've ever seen me do comedy, I'll say something and then I will clarify what I mean by it. If you know, yeah. and that is both a comedic trope, but also I do want to make sure you get my point across <laughs> very clearly. What I love about that is you just spent three minutes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> telling me why you waffle. <laughs> <laughs> and at the point, I told you why I had to waffle. <laughs> Again, it's quintessential myth. Uh, anyway, in contrast, yeah, I'm good. Um, do you know what? 
that sums us up perfectly. Uh, guess what we did uh, last night, listeners? <laughs> I got invited as a plus one to meet Matt's family for his grandma's 75th birthday. Yes, yeah, so it was a bit of a weird one because uh, Dan's obviously met my mum and uh, her boyfriend called Stuart, but it was my grandma's 75th birthday. Funnily, it was on my dad's side of the family, but we won't go into family politics. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, so it was my uh, mum, uh, her boyfriend, uh, my auntie Rhea, uh, and my uncle Ian, and and their daughter called Lynn, um, my cousin, and my grandma, who uh, is called Carolyn. And, yeah, it was quite an odd dynamic last night, wasn't it, Dan? Yeah, D- Matt called me, because I was coming down up north yesterday. <laughs> down up north. He said, hey, you can stay over at mine, it's not a problem, and we'll record the next day. But you're going to have to come to my family's meal. Yeah, and I didn't want him... It's kind of like, it's kind of weird, because I haven't really brought anyone back home before... So I was like, do they assume Dan's my partner? And well, I was like, actually, I might turn into this. Like, I haven't had a, I haven't brought a girlfriend home for them. So I thought, Dan's my new partner. You know? But uh, no, they were very lovely, very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was good banter. Always it was good banter. Yeah. Though I did get quite rinsed quite hard. Yeah, though, Matt yeah. got rinsed super hard. I think I do. I do wonder if that was because I was there, though, so there was yeah, that element of them yeah. being like, ooh, let's make jokes about Matt for no, Dan. But I actually think it's more to do with the fact that, oh, he's a comedian, so he can take a joke. Take a joke, yeah. And yeah. very much like... Can't can't dish one out, but... <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, but no, a lot of, lot of... Your grandma openly admitted several times to your cousin Lynn being her favourite of the... Her grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was more... She also, at one point, hilariously called Lynn her eldest, forgetting that both you and your brother are older than her. And uh, her brother as well, called Ian as well. So uh, there's two Ian's in the family. Uh, oh, uh, wow, she's actually not, she's actually the youngest. Yeah, the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good fun. It was good fun. What, what funny stuff happened at the mail? Um, they talked about your small penis. Oh, God. Because yeah. um, Matt does a... Basically, in Edinburgh, Matt... Oh, you've, I think you might have mentioned this on the podcast before, right? I think you have. Potentially, but I, I also have. mentioned it in my stand-up. In your stand-up, that you did once did a comedy gig, and someone asked how big your penis was. It was for Edinburgh Fringe, wasn't yeah, it? Edinburgh Fringe, and your auntie was in the audience, and you asked your auntie... Well, oh, oh, those, no, the woman asked your auntie, right? You must have seen his penis, your, his yeah. auntie. And my auntie went, oh, I hadn't seen it since it was we, and it sounded like she said my penis was small, and, uh, and basically everyone laughed about that, and then my mum confirmed, oh yeah got a small penis mm. which how my mum knows my penis size is also oh, quite uh, weird yeah so what was... else happened oh you made a joke to your mum about her having about your brother Alex being the f- well he's more likely to give her grandchildren she <laughs> rinsed you by being like well obviously because he's actually in a relationship and has intercourse no what, what, what she said was uh, uh, I said oh Alex is probably the best horse in that race and uh, my mum went well yeah because he's having sex uh, which is like come on mate like, <laughs> like this is this is uh, hurtful <laughs> I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was a fun night though, but like, it, was, it came, yeah, it was quite, yeah. Also, I had a very dirty car, didn't I, Dan? You did, and your Uncle Ian was not impressed. My, my Uncle Ian's, he's very clean in terms of... And he just bought a new car. Bought a new car, and, because, you know, he, he earns money. Uh, <laughs> right? He's an adult with a job. <laughs> and if you're an adult with a job, why don't you donate to our Patreon? But, S- yeah. Sick as fuck that wasn't it? Uh, Can you imagine if someone listened to this, like some wealthy person listening to me has bought you a new car? Oh my god! Please buy, just, <laughs> you know, just give me a fiver. That'd be fine. Uh, no, that, that that'd be amazing. Like, but my uh, my uncle got a brand new car. He's very oriented about cleanliness and stuff like that. And Dan, describe my car. Uh, well, 
it was a low point for you yesterday, wasn't it? When I when you picked me up from the station and I opened the car and about fifteen Costa coffee things rolled out. Cups. Cups, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's a really low point for you, Matt. Uh, yeah, I can't even say words <laughs> on this audio podcast. There's like a thousand napkins in the footwell. Yeah. Pretty but... sure there's a banana somewhere. No, I I have standards. Um um no, but yeah, it's quite. Uh, it was wasn't my cleanliness, but then mm. my, my uncle looked in my car and was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh fuck, man! Oh, you should be a fucking shinder yourself." <laughs> He's Scottish, by the way. It uh, wasn't far off what it was like, actually. Well, that's uh, that's slightly Glaswegian. It's more Aberdonian, if you know what I mean. Um, God, I mentioned on the podcast I listened to Stephen Fry do an Aberdonian accent, and I, I think it might be gay again. <laughs> Anyway, young Mr. Daniel Rhodes, shall we get back into the myth of Theseus? Yeah, last time. Oh, actually, let's, let's do the jingle, let's do the jingle. Dan, before we... I was thinking about this in the shower today. I think about you quite a lot in the shower. Sure, no, no worries. Because that's why I do most of the production meetings. Yeah, yeah. And you're invited, but you never come along to right. the shower. Um, right. I think about you in the shower when I look at my small penis. <laughs> that's actually the sweetest thing you said to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shivered as I said that. Uh, Dan, what's your favourite jingle? In this podcast. In this podcast. Mine's the one that's like, my name's Matt Hoss, and if you're listening to this, well, I'm, I'm doing an American accent. Oh, an American accent one. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I'm not going to play that this here, but like, yeah. That's a good one, though. What's your favourite jingle? Um, I like the one we say, that's actually quite close. It doesn't sound as good as I do it, but it's... <laughs> Anyway, shall we get shall we go into it then? Let's go. B we do we do. Alright, fans of myth. Misfits, one and all. You're welcome to the clan of Dan and I. And if you rightly remember, you uh, yeah, last week we did a whole myth about the prequel. Of Theseus. Yes, we did. His backstory. Why he was such a bellend. Why he was such a bellend. And I actually feel a little bit sorry for him, but still, he's a bellend. He, yeah, like, like he he had sympathy to a point, yeah. and then he was just a dick. Yeah. So, Matt, what happened in the prequel of Theseus? Back in year 2000, that's when it happened, uh, yeah. <laughs> Theseus, uh, he was born because uh, his mum uh, slept with Poseidon. She was a single mum. Uh, on her wedding night to a different man. Yeah. Uh, remember abridged so what happened was that Aegeus let her be a single mum but he said look under this rock when he's really strong and pick up some sword and sandals and when he was older he did that went over to uh, he, he went his way to Athens but the dangerous route killed a lot of people lot of and people. when he got to Athens he found out his, his dad was being controlled by Medea and Medea forced Aegeus to tell him to go and fight the Marathonian bull which he did and then uh, she tried to poison uh, Theseus but at the last moment Aegeus broke the spell and found out who was his son. Yes. It was a lovely moment, wasn't it? It was a lovely moment. Medea you... was banished. Yes. And, and wasn't killed, though. Wasn't killed, though, no. Uh, but, see, that's how you do an abridged version, yeah. Dan. You know, you do the yeah. main facts. Yeah. And we left it with him living happily with his with his dad. Yes. The king of Athens. But what we're going to do now is jump forward past the Minotaur bit. So, then the Minotaur bit happens. We already know what happens about that. Yeah, so basically, in the labyrinth, killed Minotaur, cut a ball of string, X, Y, Z, out. And uh, we're going to continue the story. What happened when he left Crete and sailed home? And we're going to tell you the final chapter in Theseus' tale. And there's a lot of interesting things happen here. So, and, dare I say, a few old characters. We're going to start off where when he left Ariadne. Yes. Yeah, 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 on yeah, Peterborough yeah. Services. On Peterborough Services. So he's left Ariadne on Peterborough Services. Wow, is that... 
is that a, is that like a, cas- uh, a casino with two guys playing and they're losing money? Wow, and there's a kid play area. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Also, I didn't do a Theseus' Brummy accent, but maybe that'll come up today. Yeah. Yeah, Theseus, yeah. That's better. Last week it was a bit a bit scouse. I am the Theseus Nights, eh? <laughs> Sorry, if you... Anyway, take it away. At the island of Naxos, I assume that's the Peterborough Services one. Yeah, it's, it's the Latin name for Peterborough Services. Yeah. <laughs> at the island of <laughs> at the island of Naxos, where the ship had touched, Theseus had a dream in which the wine god Dionysus told him that Ariadne had reserved by the fates to be his bride, and also warned him of innumerable f- misfortunes if he didn't give up the maiden. Although he had no fear of any monster or villain, Theseus had great respect for the gods and wanted to have their favour. So Theseus and Ariadne took a tearful farewell of each other and the ship set sail down. Sorry, there was no tearful goodbye. He literally sent her off to go and get food and water and then was like, guys, go, 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 go. Right? Yeah, so this is an alternate version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it kind of makes Theseus seem less of a villain. Yeah. In this one, he's had a dream. In the other myth, he, she said, I think we should get married. And he was like, oh, here's our stop. Uh, 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 oh no! I'm gonna have to go and get on the on the b- it's scouse again. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Ringo. Starr. Either way, he's left her on an island. Yeah, and yeah, I in this one I tried to make it's, it seem mutual, but it definitely it's wasn't definitely mutual. not. It's fear of commitment. Yes, for sure. But I also like the fact that um, like yeah, this is a guilty conscience speaking. Really, it's like oh no, Dionysus told me that I can go. Oh, so I really respect him in the gods, even though I've never shown that at any point <laughs> during my whole life. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, everyone in the ship was dis- was distraught at parting from Ariadne and forgot to change the ship's sails to white. What? The excuses, excuses, excuses. Another more credible version of the story says that Theseus pretended to be in love with Ariadne in order to obtain her help. After they left Crete safely, our hero abandoned the lovely maiden in Axos as he had no more use for her. There the heartbroken go. Ariadne cursed Theseus and his companions. And they all forgot to change the ship's sails from black to white. See, that's probably yeah. what actually happened. Okay, so let's just pitch these two scenarios. What seems more likely? Uh, uh, we're leaving you, Ariadne. We're really sad. Uh, oh, we're, we're, goodbye, Ariadne. Ariadne. Oh, bye, bye. Oh, I'm so upset. I can't, can't remember what, what color the ship sails. So uh, oh, oh. If you're a sailor, you're going to know. But yeah. also, if, if the more more is, is the case that she's cursed him. And he's like, yeah, I'm so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, cursed him. Yeah. And then he hasn't changed the sails. And then what does that result in, Matt? Jumping dad. His dad oh. kills himself. <laughs> Don't ruin the surprise. In any case, Ariadne was abandoned to Naxos. God Dionysus made her his bride, lived together, and they had three sons. Thoas, Enopian, and Staphylus. That's actually not bad. Thank you. Later on, Dionysus brought Ariadne to Mount Olympus to live with other gods. There's a little backstory. Wow. She marries... But again, it's kind of creepy. Wait wait a minute, wait a minute. So Dionysus, the wine god... Gives Theseus a vision. Oh, you shouldn't marry this girl, by the way. It's going to be bad news. Just leave her on this island. And then weds her himself. Right. That's right. cheeky. Yeah. That's and also, cheeky. Also, imagine from Ariadne's perspective. Oh, this guy just left me on this rock, right? Guess I... Well, this beautiful service station. Uh, yeah, I wish there was an Aegean boat specialist to help me out here. Uh, but then this god comes along and goes, want to get married? It's like... A bit creepy, isn't it's it? Creepy, like, very yeah. uh, exploitative. Right? She's like, uh, my first thought is actually to get food. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got enough water, uh, and that's why you know went to Sainsbury's around the corner. In the meantime, Aegeus was waiting in anxiety for his son to come back from Crete. Every evening, he was going to Cape Sununian, the southernmost 
area of Attica to see the ship coming from Crete. However, months had passed and his son had not returned. One day, as he was standing on the cliff at Sinon Union, he finally saw the ship, but the sails were black, Matt. Oh, and no. he immediately thought his son was dead. And as we know, he jumped and died into the sea. And that's why it's called the Aegean Sea. Well, it's kind of where we were left off in episode one. But so the, that's the, now the, taking us to the end of episode one. But the thing is, it mentioned here that um, it was a couple of months that gone by. But if you remember in episode one, it sounded like it happened in the afternoon. No, so yes, it did. This is a lot more practical, I think. <laughs> what? Well, you know, uh, it does take quite a while to sell yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as a specialist, you know. Oh, God, I'm still riding that wave. <laughs> Literally. Uh, anyway, so what happens after? What happened in um, Theseus's last So chapter? he's come back to find his dad's committed suicide because he can't be bothered to change sails. But I bet he doesn't even care. No. But it's just like, well, oh, the throne's made. I guess we're about to find out, yeah. As the eligible heir, Theseus became king of Athens in the place of his father. He won the approval and admiration of the Athenian citizens, who saw him a wise and far-sighted ruler, as well as brave and fearless warrior. And they couldn't be further wrong, because <laughs> he was a prick. But I mean, maybe a prick is a good ruler, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. why I voted Trump. Yeah. That was a joke, by the way. Theseus... Theseus... Theseus peacefully... Uni- three words I got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite weird and... Theseus peacefully unified the disparate, uh, disparate attic, uh, Attica, uh, it means. Uh, it doesn't mean that, because you didn't read the next word. Theseus... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <is> so funny! <laughs> Theseus peacefully unified the disparate attic communities into one powerful, central-administered state. Yeah, he did it! <laughs> Agriculture and comments flourished and Athens became a prosperous and important maritime port. As Theseus rightfully believed that the sea would give power to Athens. Uh, he also established the Ismintian Games to commemorate the task he had performed during his journey from Troyzen to Athens and inaugurated many new festivals, including the Panathenia festivals dedicated to the goddess Athena, the protector of the city. So what's happened here is that it actually quite links to history here because uh, uh, during the uh, obviously ancient uh, Athens times, uh, it, Athens was a booming place and uh, it had loads of seaports and it was kind of like the leader of that the, of that world if you know what I mean Athens and it, essentially what it's saying is that Af- uh, Theseus created this he kind of united all the, the villages and created this big community which is very, very good for uh, him yeah I guess it's uh, for Theseus it's actually pretty well good going you know mm. uh, and create a lot of festivals as well oh, but then again slightly egotistical hey guys we've got this brand new Olympic events. Oh, what is it? It's um, you basically have to do with the things that I did, uh, and I'm going to compete <laughs> yeah. in them because I'm the best. Yeah, I'd be skeptical if the the guy who created the games won everything. Yeah, exactly. It's just cheating, isn't it? The next adventure of the restless Theseus got him into a lot of trouble and imperiled the safety of his kingdom. Now that's the thesis we know. Yeah. On a voyage of exploration, his ship set ashore on Lemnos, the land of the legendary female warriors. You've guessed it. The Amazons. The lovely Antigone, sister of the Queen of the Amazons, was sent as an emissary to find out whether the intentions of the stranger were peaceful or not. Dan, we met the Amazons again. We know about them from Jason and the Argonauts. Also from our bonus, bonus episode. episode. Uh, our for our first ever myth, you know, yeah. which was literally a year and a half ago. Yeah. 
Uh, but mostly from Jason and the Argonauts because he lived with them for two years, didn't he? Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, but then again, uh, you know, Jason didn't fuck himself. Uh, yeah. Little copyright bastard. Didn't they also appear in Bellerophon because didn't he commit mass genocide on the Isle of Lemos? All right, mate, trying to make it like, oh, come back round. It's all like a nice callback, isn't okay. it? Uh, episode 51, 52, 50, 50. Uh, God, I'm smashing today. Like, uh, How is this the only time you remember what the episodes are, by the way? I never remember, no, I always remember the episodes, I just don't remember their names. Like the um the numbers. Which episode was Bellerophon? I don't know. Nineteen probably. Twenty three. God damn it. Theseus took one look at this beautiful emissary and forgot all about diplomatic affairs. More like sexual affairs. <laughs> <laughs> ha I love that because you're like, I recognise that as a joke, but not enough to laugh properly. <laughs> Welcome to Myths. He, he immediately set sail to Athens with the dumbfounded Antigone. The warrior lady must have been impressed with the intrepid king of Athens, as she apparently didn't object to her own abduction. She didn't object to her own <laughs> abduction. What, really? When they reached Athens, Theseus made her queen, and Antigone bore her a husband. <laughs> what is wrong with you today? Are you okay? Are you having a stroke? Do you need to lie down? Why are you... Why are you reading words that aren't there? Of course she didn't bear a husband. She got abducted by him, and yet what, she gave birth to his husband? What the fuck? I don't know why I can't read. <laughs> a husband! <laughs> like Oedipus up in here. Ah! Oh, hello, you want to put on TV? She gave birth to someone that she immediately married. That's not weird. What's it? Oh, dear me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? New Year, new myths. Um, maybe it's like. Uh, it's a weird it, twist of fate because I pronounced some words correctly earlier. Uh, well, also, like maybe that I'm not only bad at maths now, I'm also bad at English. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should read for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Alright, let's. Uh, okay, so let's read this properly now. Uh, no more tint around, Dan. Uh, when they reached Athens, Theseus made her his queen, and Antigone bore her husband a son, Hippolytus. Yay! Mm. <laughs> I feel like um, I need to lie down. <laughs> anyway, um, so, quite a lot happens here. So, firstly, uh, she's a warrior. She's this emissary. Oh, welcome to the Amazonians. Uh, and it goes, You're pretty, go with me. So, you. Abducts, abducts her and uh, is this a different Antigone to Agamemnon's daughter y- yes yeah, yeah. Definitely, just yeah. same name yeah, it's same. like two people with the same it's just a common Greek name yeah 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 and I think uh, yeah it's just a uh, regular name it's uh, like so- Jessica it's just more than one of them yeah <laughs> there's two Jessicas in the world <laughs> uh, yeah but it's actually the first time we've actually seen people with similar names similar names yeah, yeah. it makes sense I mean they can't go I'm, it's a massive I'm, world yeah, yeah. I was going to say it seems weird that all of ancient Greece had everyone had a completely separate names but imagine if there's two Hercules, it'll be kind of hard to differentiate them, if you know what I mean. So, so he kind of takes this woman and makes her his bride, but like it's very not okay. Bear in mind, she's an emissary for a place. Imagine if, yeah, it's just it's not cool, you know. You know when they said that she was happy to, she was happy to be abducted. Mm-hmm. I think if you are happy in your own abduction, the word abduction means that you're not. Otherwise, it would just be that you were happy to leave with them, or you. But I, I was also, I would also argue that. This is from the point of view of Theseus, by the way. Remember earlier, it was like, That's oh. true. So it's like, oh, yeah, she was totally happy coming along with me. I was like... Mm, was she? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't buy his story. It's not cool. Do you want me to carry on? Or? Yeah, yeah, well, it, I can't carry on, can I? <laughs> the outraged Amazons did not waste their time and launched their attack towards Athens. Their attack was so strong that they managed to penetrate deep into the Athenian territory. Oi, oi. <laughs> Theseus soon organised his forces and unleashed a vicious counterattack that forced the Amazon warriors to ask for peace. The unfortunate Queen Antigone, however, who had courageously fought alongside Theseus against her own people, died in the battlefield and was deeply mourned by her husband. Wait, he made Antigone fight her own people That's when they were there. coming to save her. Yeah, right. Hi, Antigone, we've come to save you. I'm really sorry, but I have to, I have to fight you. Yeah. Well, yeah. What the hell? That's horrible. That's messed up. What? Imagine being abducted, and then when your your family come to rescue you, you're forced to fight yeah. them. Yeah. Well, why are we here? Like, yeah. But also, think about this. Um, she has a son called Hippolytus, which she was uh, born for him. And I'm not... This is pure speculation here, but think of it from Theseus' point of view. So he has this army invading. It's like, all right, if you don't fight, I'm going to, like kill our son, if you know what I mean, if the son's going to die, so you have to fight for your son, so you got to kill these people who are invading, if you know what I mean. So she has um, a reason to fight on their side, if you know what I mean. Oh, because I've she's got a little boy. And, yeah, yeah, like yeah. She, uh, like she doesn't want the kid to die. Yeah, yeah. that's true, that's true. But that's, uh, that's just my theory, if you know what I mean. But you think that the... You think that the Amazons would be respected as Antigone's kid, and therefore probably just take him back to them lost as well. But, uh, you know, it's just... Roll my theories, Dan. Yeah. The next great episode of the life of Theseus was his celebrated friendship with Pirithius. Pirithius. Pirithius, prince of the Lapiths, a legendary people from Mount Pelion in Thessaly. Pirithius was heard lots of. Pirithius had heard lots of stories about the brave deeds and awesome adventures of Theseus, and he wanted to test the renowned hero. How do we know about the Lapiths? Uh, episode 20 at Peterborough Services yeah, actually they're the ones that have a wedding with the centaurs and it all goes tits up well they have a wedding they invite the centaurs they get rowdy and fuck shit yeah. up uh, yeah so um, yeah Perifus was at that party um, uh, you know if I ever ever had a wedding it's going to be like that I, I imagine so Perithius made an incursion to, into Attica with a band of followers and decamped with Theseus herds of cattle when our hero along with his armed <coughs> men encountered Perithius both of them were suddenly struck by an inexplicable admiration for each other. They swore eternal friendship and became inseparable mm. friends. Oh, they're yeah. lovers. Uh, they, I uh, like it. Because you know, in, in the Greek world, like, they find love so fast, right? Yeah. Uh, Seduced instead of raped. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They, they just, they, they love forever. Like, love's like no others. And bear in mind, his wife has just died. He's recently single. And he meets this guy called Prithius. And let's just read that line again, sorry. Both of them were suddenly struck by an inexplicable, inexplicable. admiration. Inexplicable admiration for each other. See? Reading's hard, isn't it, Dan? It's hard, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I say they swore eternal friendship and became inseparable friends. Like, they're definitely butt on each other, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> definitely. According to legend, the new friends were said to have taken part together in the famed hunt of the Caledonian boar. Oh, is this a callback machine? To be fair, we did know Theseus was part of the Caledonian Yeah, Board, but like, because he did absolutely nothing. Yeah, he very much sat at the back. He even stretched. watched two people kill each other by accident and did absolutely nothing. <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. The friendly fire. It's like, Theseus, why didn't you stop me? Oh, uh, oh, sorry, I was necking on with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Perseus at the um, Caledonian Board hunt. I must remember his name. Yeah, yeah he yeah. must have been, yeah. yeah. Uh, Theseus was definitely there, because yeah, there's yeah, Theseus, yeah. Um, Odysseus... No, no, Odysseus. Was he not there? No, I don't think so. Who fell in love with 
quite a lot. There's quite a few people. Who's the, one, is... who's the one that fell in love with Atlanta? That was... Someone important. Who we've forgotten. Who we've uh, forgotten. Hey, Dan, where about... Where does Atlanta get... Uh, what was the bet I made? I'm trying to be smug about it, but I forgot what Oh, Atlanta was the bet that I said the city in Georgia was named after her, and it wasn't. Yep. Ah, good times. So they've taken part in the Caledonian boar hunt, as well as the battle against the centaurs, creatures who are part human, part horse. The latter event occurred when one among the centaurs invited to Prithius' wedding... Oh, okay, it's the Lapis. It's the Lapis. Oh, so it links to the Lapis as well. Okay, so he was also there at the wedding of the Battle of Lapis. Yeah, I remember yeah. that as well, yeah. yeah. Well... It's, was Peripheus get married? Or was it someone else? Because if not... I assume he was there as a plus one, yeah. Theseus, you know, plus one. Oh, the abduction of Helen. Later on, the two friends decided to assist each other to abduct a daughter of Zeus each. The choice of Theseus was Helen, who was later to become famous as Helen of Troy. The fact that Helen was only nine years old at the oh time didn't deter our hero, as he wanted to abduct her and keep her safe until her time to get married would come. The duo kidnapped Helen first, and Theseus left her in the safe custody of his mother, Aethra, at Troizen, for a few years. However, the brothers of Helen, Castor and Pollux, rescued the girl and took their sister back to Sparta, their homeland. Okay. Helen, why is she always getting abducted? She is being abducted so much. I didn't realise that. I know, we, obviously, in her later life, she gets taken away by Paris, and starts. that's why the Trojan War starts. But... <laughs> Um, but up until then, I didn't realize that she was when when she was nine years old. Theseus yeah. was bet that he could go and get her. So not only is he an abductor of many women, uh, he's, also of children. Yeah, but he's definitely you know, it's it's not a gr- it's quite a grim thought what he's. Why would you abduct the child though, and then go? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to marry her later on. It's like she's nine years old, mate. And you're like what? 42 at this point and I like how he's just oh yeah I'm just going to decide to abduct this random girl you know it's like come on this guy's gross after the death of his wife this Amazonian wife Antigone Theseus had married Phaedra the sister of Ariadne the woman he had once betrayed oh that's a slap in the face (laughs) do you remember with Bellerophon where he married uh, he married his this a sister of the person he rejected. If you know yes, that. yeah, yeah. Like, that, again, that must be so awkward. And this, you can literally marry anyone else. So does that, wait, hold on. Does that mean that his his father-in-law is King Minos? Yes, it does. Oh, hello, a father-in-law. Nice to meet you. Oh, hello there, Theseus. <laughs> I haven't seen you since you <laughs> ran off with my daughter, having killed my beloved Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry about that, like. Where is my daughter, Ariadne? I think she's with a god of wine somewhere. Oh, she would be, wouldn't she? Whiny, 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 little bitch. <laughs> I miss. I assume that's what Dionysus is the god of whining, as opposed to wine. Yeah, it's just like super bitchy. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> the god of bitchiness. All right. Uh, but, so, wow, he's married her sister. This is a turn of events. Phaedra, a young woman, seemed to have a tragic fate. Gave her husband's two sons, Derophon and Achamus. Meanwhile, Theseus' son, by Antigone, Hippolytus, had grown into a handsome youth. When he turned 20, he chose to become the devotee of Artemis, the god of hunting, hills and forests, and not of goddess Aphrodite, as his father had done. The incensed Aphrodite decided to take her revenge, for this caused Phaedra to fall madly and deeply in love with her handsome stepson. 
when Hippolyta scornfully rejected the advances of his mother-in-law, she committed suicide from her despair. Can I say she's not his mother-in-law? She's his stepmom. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that'd be it's a whole different. Re- yeah, it's, it's a typo, but it's a stepmom. However, she had, before committing suicide, written a note saying that Hippolytus had raped and dishonoured her, which is why she decided to kill herself. So she's really threw some cogs in the works. She yeah. is. So after Aphrodite made her go mad, uh, she yeah she decided to throw him under the bus, so to yeah. speak. The enraged Theseus prayed to the sea god Poseidon, one of his fathers, to punish Hippolytus. Indeed, Poseidon sent a monster so frightening that the horses drawing the chariot... I've fucked that one up. Oh my good God. <laughs> Just read the words. <laughs> I like the vibe a little bit. <laughs> Poseidon sent a monster that frightened the horses drawing the chariot of Hippolytus. The horses went mad overturning the chariot, dragging along the youth who had been trapped in the reins. Theseus, in the meanwhile, had learnt the truth from an old servant of Phaedra. He rushed to save his son's life, only to find him almost dead. The poor Hippolytus expired in the arms of his grief-stricken father. Which is pretty sad, isn't it? Oh, that's sad. But, you know, this is why I... Everyone's so irrational in these stories. Like, well, you're going to have to die straight away. And it's like, oh wait, I talked to someone and they said no. You know what I mean? Mm. This great tragedy had inspired many authors and artists along the centuries, starting from Hippolytus, the ancient tragedy of Euripides, till the numerous movies and plays that have been written based on this story. So, how does it all end for Theseus? This incident was the beginning of the end for Theseus, who was gradually losing his popularity among the Athenians. His former heroic deeds and services to the state were forgotten, and rebellions began to surface all around against his rule. Theseus finally abdicated his throne and took refuge on the island of Skyros, where, where Lysimedes, the king of the island, thought that Theseus would eventually want to become king of Skyros. Thus, in the guise of friendship, he took Theseus at the top of the cliff and murdered him, pushing him off the cliff into the sea. This was the tragic end of the life of one of the greatest Greek heroes and the noblest among Athenians. So, what I quite... I really feel like... He's always bigged up in these Greek myths as being a hero. Is it like rose-tinted glasses, really? Like, I don't actually think he's as great as they say he is. He's a bit of a twat. Also, what I liked here is that, remember when he was on his trip to Athens, and this guy was like, hey, you want to wash my feet? Oh, you can't wash your feet? And it's like, no. And so he got pushed in. Agreed by a sea turtle. It's nice that Theseus uh, got pushed in in that kind of... Also, remember that Theseus is uh, a son of a god, right? And he gets killed by someone pushing him off a ledge. Like, come on, mate. Like, yeah, surely you should be a bit wiser for this, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But that's the whole thing, is he's getting older and he's... Yeah, but even so, you should be a little bit wiser. Like, sure. if a guy's like, a king's like, oh, you want to meet me by the... T- want to go on a hike? Yeah. Come yeah. <laughs> He's obviously going to murder you. Uh, wow, that's the end of Theseus, you know. He, um, you know, he's been such a big part of our lives... I myths we don't think about them every day but like uh, yeah and also Theseus was one of my first ever myths as, as a kid so it's I, I didn't really know what happened to him in the end so it's really? quite nice I, to, didn't, I didn't know the monitor I didn't know the beginning or the end yeah yeah well I suppose uh, to truly honour his um, his legacy we should rank it we should here we go hey there my name's Matt Huss and in this link I have an American accent and I advocate the safe use 
of Miss Podcasts. In small doses. See, Dan, put the American jingle there just for you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, I, uh, as you know, we'd like to rank these episodes out of 40 on four different categories out of 10, uh, which is life skills, practical things we learnt. Morals. The m- what did we learn from a moral perspective? And creativity. The stuff which is the most imaginative things about the things which uh, make it vivid. And WTF factor, which is just everything's a little bit messed up, weird. Yeah, and makes you go, things that make you go, ooh. Ooh. So, life skills. What things did we learn in Thesis 3.0? What did we learn in the final chapter of Thesis? We learnt... Well, we learned how to abandon someone, but I'm hesitant to put that as a life skill because we'd know that from other the first episode. Well, yeah, but I think we learned how to abduct. We learned how to abduct. We know how to bore a husband, apparently. <laughs> <from that. laughs> such a dick. We learned how to. Uh, yeah, no, we learned how to have children. Yeah, yeah. We learned how to have. We learned how to hit on people and reject how people. Learned how to hit on people. Learn how to uh, push someone off a cliff. Learn how to throw someone under the bus. Yeah, definitely. Uh, learn how to not how to ride a chariot in a storm. Um, oh yeah, or laugh her off. That uh, her off. Uh, we learned how to uh, be diplomatic. Uh, you meet an emissary and abduct them. Like, uh, yeah. bad warfare. Warfare. This probably counts as throwing them under the bus, but we learned how to uh, frame someone. Yeah, yeah. For it's... rape and stuff like that. Um, I guess we learned how to... Um, kill a Caledonian boar. Yeah. Technically. We, we learned how to kind of press spin things. Like, oh no, Ariadne wanted to stay at the island. You know, yeah. Like, he learned... We learned a lot from a kind of... Deceptive dip. point of view, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, we l- Some other stuff. Uh, we learned about, um, you know, learned how to... Uh, learned how to be friendly with, yep. with friends. Yeah. We learned that... Uh, I've already got a number in my head. I'm going to say... Eight. Oh, wow. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking six. Well, let's, let's discuss. I think there's quite a lot here. And it's quite big stuff as well, like warfare, uh, deception, uh, all quite negative things, admittedly. Not like crafty stuff. We haven't learned how to build anything. That's why. Maybe I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking of that. I haven't learned how to... Other myths, you learn how to, like, spear something or cook something or... Yeah. But, like, stuff like... Uh, I, but think, I suppose they are still life skills, aren't they? Like how to like, lie. Like, uh, but to abduct people and also... Are they not more morals? But, well, I think there's other subset of morals. There's loads of other stuff. That's true, yeah. Uh, I think... Should we say a seven? Seven, I okay. I'll have you with a seven. Morals, right. Well, I think a lot to get our teeth into the here. Yeah. So, uh... We so, we learned how to leave someone on, on an island. That's the first one. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, marry her sister. We also learned that if you see a vulnerable lady on a, sh- uh, on a thing, you sh- uh, as a god, you should definitely marry her. You should definitely marry her. also learned that, um... You should, you should abduct women if you like them. <laughs> So, by the way, this is irony, by the way. So, like, uh, but we also learnt that uh, if you're not really happy with one sister, just wait 20 years and marry the other one. one yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. Uh, um, don't fall in love with your stepson. Uh, don't frame someone for having raped you. Yeah, yeah. It's more like don't, don't. Uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't act in an insane manner. I guess. Uh, uh, we learnt uh, to. Join the city, uh, join, uh, it's better to be united as a, yep. in Athens, mm-hmm. uh, maritime port and all that. Uh, we also learnt that, um, don't steal people and make them fight against their own people. People, yeah, that's, that's pretty messed up. Emotional blackmail. Up. Yeah, that's pretty Oh, we learnt that. Help a friend out, that's a nice moral. Yeah. Him and Pyrrhus, yeah, oh, well, that's also, be true to yourself, because, be you know. Be true to yourself, yeah. Obviously they were, 
experimenting. Yeah. Uh, and I think that they were quite shameful of it, but, you know, they could have been themselves, you know? And uh, they were more than just friends, all, all I'm saying. Uh, we learned that, yeah, friendship kind of is, strengthens people, and we also learned that don't be a paedophile. Uh, that's because he's abducts Helen at nine Yeah, that's old. true. At nine years old, that's pretty weird. Uh, also, don't trust people who want to chat on top of help. Close-ups, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to be controversial here, Dan. I think there's a lot here. Mm. I think it's quite big stuff. Also, wait to know the facts before you kill someone as well. Yes, yeah. I know what you're going to say based on last week's episode. Or do you you're think... desperate to have a, thumbing, a moral that's more than eight. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. and I think you're going to make it more than an eight when, unjustly because you you just you, want to have something I, that's higher than an eight. Yeah, I do, I do. Cause that's and I don't, the... and that, that's that's not the rules, is it? That, that's again, not the point of what... ranking. You can't just rank them based on what you wanted to finish on. Well, well, okay, what do you think? I think it's good, though. I think it's probably an eight. Why not a nine, though? What, what's that thing stopping you from being a nine? <sighs> I didn't see any morals here that I didn't see anywhere else, but then I guess that's not really a point. But I think in terms of the volume of such and also the density of them, so they're quite big morals and also... There's the, a lot of different types of morals as yeah, well, maybe. and it's... Or threaded all the way through, if you know what I mean. And I think that there's a lot of different stuff. And also, in terms him of, being an arsehole is a big overriding moral. And but as you meant, there's an art to it, though, if you know what I mean. So he's a bit of a bell end at the start, and also gets less of a bell end towards the, the end. end. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? true. So, he learns. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, he's still a prick all the way through. But like, so you give it a nine. I would only give a nine. Uh, okay, I see. You did a good point there. I see. There was a lot of stuff to talk I don't, about. Definitely not a ten for sure, but I mean that like, there's there's a scope of so many things. Okay, I'll give you that. It's a nine. Yes, get in. I was just skeptical because of our conversation yesterday off podcast. And yeah. You were like, oh, I really want to make something and not a, not an eight. Well, you know, I just I think we should push the boundaries. You know, creativity zero. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Okay, so we've mentioned quite a lot. The relationships and the narrative is very good. All these different people and stealing Antigone, having a son, and then he marries um, Ariadne's um, thing, her marrying Dionysus. Different wives. Different Uh, wives. The alternate stories as well, and the press spins on them stories. Yeah, how he was part of the Lapis and the Calendonian Ball. We have more chronology with that now. uh, Ariadne, how she ended, how Theseus ended. Uh, a lot of the story, uh, they giving life to other characters like the sons, like Hippolytus and all the other people, uh, and uh, and how it connected to lots of different. There was Poseidon and sea monsters. Yes, and I think it's a big story as well. What do you reckon? I'm, I'm going to say eight. I think, and eight. that's because there are myths that are a lot more creative. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but then again, I think eight's it, is you sure eight's okay. Yeah, I think eight's okay. Yeah. This is a good one. So WTF? Now I think this is where it drops down. Personally. Yes, I do as well. There's not that much. I think being killed on a chariot, uh, that's pretty messed up. I think that's probably the worst. Uh, well, the fact that he abducts a nine-year-old is pretty That's pretty, pretty messed up. Um, Marrying her sister is pretty messed up. Yeah. Her falling in love with the stepson. stepson's pretty messed up. And then framing him for yeah, so her has, rape. Uh, those are, so those are four big ones, I'd say. Uh, but I think beyond that, not to, uh, getting... I guess it's kind of weird that he falls for being murdered at the top of a hilltop. Yeah. Uh, and also the fact that he... I also think it's a bit weird how he just has a gay lover out of nowhere, mid, middle-aged. Forces his his wife to fight against his own Going people, that's pretty messed up, yeah. It's more than a thought, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then again, it's... I'm saying I'm thinking either a six or a seven, because it's above average. I think a six or a seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is it a six or a seven? Let's think. Because uh, I think there, there, there are some big ones. Like, it's quite brutal. Um, yeah. Incest. There's, Incest. Uh, he's murder, part of the Lapis. Uh, yeah. uh, blackmail and Warfare. Yeah. It's probably a seven, realistically. I think so, yeah. Wow. Seven plus nine plus eight plus seven is... God, it's only one less than the one last week. 31. 31. Not a bad score. Not That's a, a really good score. It's in, it's in the top ten. Top ten. Wow. Uh, I think, yeah, well-deserved there, I think. Uh, yeah. Theseus knocked out of the park. Well done, mate. Yeah, well done, mate. Uh, as an average, all three all three Theseus myths have been pretty but pretty strong. As we kind of alluded to, that the bigger myths uh, have a lot more story to them, so therefore they have bigger moments. If you know what I mean, stuff yes, like yeah. Iron and the Dolphin, whilst being a good myth, it's not a lot happens. It's not got different characters and yeah, a narrative, it's, and it's like comparing a triple A blockbuster to an indie movie. Yeah. You know what I mean, whilst they're both good in their own merits, it's different vibes. If you know what I mean, on, on the categories we're basing them on. So. Uh, well, Dan, what a uh, you know, uh, what a lovely. Uh, I, I learned to speak English. You learned to speak English in the episode. That's good. So how? Um, yeah. Um, if you if you wanted to say thank you, uh, if you were listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. imagine that. Yeah. Uh, if you're like, wow, this is a really really fun podcast, which makes me laugh all the time, and I really want to show some extra appreciation. What can you do? Give it five stars on iTunes. Yeah, you can do. Tell or, a friend. T- yes. Uh, Oh, it's, that's an imperative. Is that please tell a friend? Please tell a friend. It's not imperative. You don't do what you want. Uh, yeah. uh, but also, you can email us. You can email us to say thank you, or just get in touch. You don't have to say thank you. Uh, you can call us pricks if you want. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll take any mail. Any, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> any mail's mail. And uh, we have a couple. Uh, we have um, a couple of emails we haven't read out yet, but we will be doing it in the next couple of episodes also. Uh, but yeah, do keep them coming in. We'd love to email back to you and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you can also tweet us at Miss Podcast at uh, on both Twitter and Facebook. And you can join the Facebook group, which is Misfits. Uh, so f- search for Miss Podcast Misfits page, and you can start the chat. You know, chin the wag. Uh, yeah. Uh, and all that kind of stuff there's a lot of funny stuff on there and some bonus stuff as well so do check that out and if you really really like us then you are more than welcome to donate to our Patreon page yes so if you don't oh, we've mentioned this before but Patreon you can uh, donate a couple of uh, quid a week and you can uh, for every episode that comes out um, you can like, put a donation value so like one dollar a week uh, or whatever uh, whatever you feel comfortable with uh, if you're really rich like uh, my uncle put in um, uh, £25 a week, that'd be great. Uh, if you do that, I will cry every day. That'd be amazing. Uh, or if you want to do a one-off donation, you can uh, find my Kofi account and you can just tell it's from this podcast and we'll split it between the two of us. So um, if you want to find those links, you can just go in the episode descriptions and click onto them and donate. That'd be great. Uh, or alternatively, uh, just search for uh, Miss Podcast in Patreon or uh, Matt House Comedy for Kofi, which is KO-FI. Dan, how much money do you reckon you're going to get this week from the podcast listeners? <laughs> well, let's just say I'm expecting a new card to turn up at anytime soon. And to have a lot of Costa Cups in it. A lot of Costa Cups in it. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Myths. Myths.